It's the South Carolina Good Life Podcast with your host, SC Realtors CEO, Nick Kromitis. Hello, Realtors. Welcome to another edition of the Good Life Podcast, here presented by your association, the South Carolina Realtors. Today, I'm really happy to have another special guest, Chris Winston from uh, SC Housing, uh, to talk about a couple of uh, important programs that are uh, very soon to be released uh, to the public, uh, something that I know our realtor members have been watching and monitoring very closely. I know our advocacy team has been uh, pursuing legislation at the, at the State House to make this happen, and, and we know it's on, on, the, on its way to the governor's desk, and we'll talk about that in a few minutes. But first, Chris, why don't you introduce yourself and uh, tell us a little bit about SC Housing and, and what your role is there. Absolutely. First of all, thanks for uh, for having me on. I really appreciate the opportunity to to share the work of the uh, the housing association and, uh, and and support you guys and the great work you're doing communicating to to real estate agents across the state. Uh, SC Housing is celebrating its 50th uh, anniversary this year in 2021. Uh, we're really excited about finding opportunities to to provide um, safe, decent, affordable housing to all South Carolinians. Uh, through a number of programs that we have. Um, most of our programs divide up into one of three areas. Uh, one of those is in the multifamily housing area, uh, apartments, where we work with uh, federal tax credits to help uh, private developers and uh, and sometimes governments and nonprofit associations uh, build housing to help uh, low-income um, residents of South Carolina find affordable housing. Uh, we're also the Section 8 voucher administrator for, for seven counties in South Carolina. Most of South Carolina is, is uh, taken care of by uh, local housing authorities in many of our counties, but we do uh, support that work uh, and administer that for seven counties. And then our home ownership area uh, provides opportunities for a lot of families often to move into single family homes for the first time. First time home buyers or people who haven't been uh, a homeowner in a long time uh, through a variety of um, fixed rate, uh, low interest loans, uh, down payment assistance, and many times home buyer education information. So uh, we, we uh, try to support kind of a full spectrum of people looking for homes from very, very low income up to people who are making you know close to the, the average for their area and help them find affordable housing opportunities uh, in their county and wherever they want to live. So uh, my role uh, is as uh, I'm the agency spokesman. I'm officially the the media market engagement manager, but uh, basically just a spokesman for the agency and and try to help get the word out through uh, through opportunities like this as much as I can. Well, thank you, thank you, Chris. I know in the past we've promoted and shared uh, programs like the Palmetto Heroes program, uh, which has uh, helped provide uh, down payment assistance to. Uh, uh, frontline responders, teachers, policemen, uh, are, are, are the workforce housing that's so desperately needed in so many parts of our state. And that assistance uh, uh, literally makes people's dreams come true. It, it is uh, a crisis in the making right now where we have so many communities where our working class families can't, can't live close to where they work. And it just creates infrastructure issues it creates livability issues and and the work that y'all do through sc housing is uh is life-changing um and uh, we appreciate all that that you guys have have been able to put together we appreciate that i know uh you know maybe this isn't uh 
ready for you to for you to talk about. We're in the middle of Palmetto Heroes right now. You know, it comes around once a once a year, and uh, we just launched a program two weeks ago. We've had tremendous response already. Uh, from those frontline employees, like you said, stepping up this year, we're, we've committed to providing $12,000 in, in down payment assistance to families who are in that situation. So, uh, And this year, based on our 50th anniversary, we've committed $50 million to um, be part of that financing program to uh, to help folks move into those homes. So people get very excited about it. We're excited about it. And it's, a, it's a great program. So thanks for mentioning it. If if only we had more homes to sell. <laughs> the market is so crazy right now, and uh, inventory being as tight as it is, um, is and and it's resulted in prices uh, escalating across the board. And and this financial assistance for those families and those individuals are, is is going to be a real game changer. So thank you for uh, continuing that. How long do you think the 50 million will last? I know these programs have short windows cause they're so popular. They do, you know, and, and really it's going to come down this year, I think to inventory, like you said, I, I think the interest is there, uh, you know, and, and within the first two weeks, I think you saw, um, you know, more than 10% of those funds be kind of uh, locked in with uh, local lenders and all that. So at that rate, you know, you're talking about something, you know, that may be, uh, you know, three or four or five months. I think uh, it, it probably won't last much beyond that if people can find the the inventory in the house that they're looking for. Uh, you mentioned home prices going up. We did raise the, the home price limit to $300,000 across the board in every county this year because we know with, uh, with the demand and with the inventory shortage, people are having a more difficult time finding uh, homes that they can afford. So we have raised that uh, across the state. And can you share real quick with uh, who is eligible for the Palmetto Heroes? Absolutely. So I'll give you a partial list and I'll encourage you please to go to uh, schousing.com and look for the full list. But uh, teachers, uh, licensed medical professionals, uh, police officers, firefighters, uh, current active duty military, um, veterans, military veterans uh, are all kind of the the ones we see a lot of – a lot of interest in and we get a lot of people reaching out from from those core areas that's awesome thank you we'll make sure we, we spread the word uh to our members across the state because i think that's an extremely beneficial uh and, and incredible program and, and, um, while, and while we're on the topic if you don't mind you know obviously a lot of people uh think of themselves previously we may have had other people included in that front uh, line worker uh, definition uh, i just want to remind folks if you don't see your occupation list in that um list of Palmetto Heroes, make sure you know we have other programs that have $7,000, $8,000 in down payment assistance. So don't think just because you're not eligible for Palmetto Heroes this year, there aren't programs available to you. Oh, that's awesome. Great information. We'll make sure we include uh, links to the website and make sure that our members have easy access uh, to that information. Thank you so much. Speaking of, of mortgage programs, you know, we were talking uh, off off air just a, a little while ago about a uh, recent announcement from the Treasury and additional monies that are coming from the latest CARES Act for mortgage uh, assistance. I know it's a little early in that process, but can can you give us any insights what that might look like? Yeah, like you said, uh, early. So this is the part of the program where I might get myself in trouble. So uh, be uh, be wary for this. But um, you know, we'll put, we're, a, discla- we'll put a disclaimer. Disclaimer, please. <laughs> Chris Winston speaks on behalf of himself um, and and no one else. Uh, but no, I think the the information we got from the Treasury this week suggests that there is probably approximately about 140 million dollars available for South Carolina to take advantage of uh, for for um, 
for mortgage assistance. Uh, obviously, there's other funds coming for rental assistance. So that amount of money, uh, and South Carolina has to um, has to request that money to pull into the state, and then uh, has to be determined how those funds would be distributed. Uh, SE Housing has handled that previously in rental and mortgage assistance to this point, but it doesn't mean uh, future results will be the same. But as of this point, uh, we're beginning stages. We're having conversations around what that might look like. Obviously, SE Housing uh, administered the uh, the hardest hit fund, SE Help, uh, back uh, 10, 12, uh, 13 years ago. And uh, we have a lot of experience in, in working with programs like this. So if we get tasked with uh, with helping out this time, we are uh, we are ready to do so. That's awesome. We, uh, for the realtors listening in, uh, our uh, advocacy staff have reached out to the governor's office because the treasury has uh, some some uh, basic strings attached to the money. They you've got to actually ask for it in order for your state to get it. Uh, so we've reached out to the governor's office, uh, make sure that they're. I'm sure they're. I'm sure uh, Henry's aware of of the deadline at the end of April to apply for these funds or, or they'll go to another state. So we'll make sure, uh, and I know your organization has reached out to the governor's office as well. Uh, we'll make sure that we don't leave this money on the table for those families that have been affected by COVID that need this rent, this mortgage assistance. Uh, this will be another great resource to help those during a, a time of need. You mentioned briefly uh, rental assistance, which is kind of the heart of what I wanted to talk about today. I know You've done, is it two rounds of the SC State program so far? So we did one last summer, which was uh, uh, we partnered with SC Thrive organization, and that was $5 million that we took out of our own um, uh, emergency savings, basically at the Housing Authority, to, uh, to put aside for um, parental assistance. We ran that program through the summer and beginning of the fall. Uh, and then uh, money that came uh, through last year's CARES Act, $25 million, the SC Stay program we launched in uh, in February. Uh, we had more than 7,000 applications for that in the first six days that was open. And uh, we, we put a pause on the applications because obviously that's a huge number to work through. We have a, a number of um nonprofit associations across the state who are helping us process those. It's a it's a it's not a small amount of paperwork, as you can imagine, when you look at uh, how much tenants may be behind, what the lease says, uh, how much money is owed, how to get it to the um, how to get it to the landlord. Obviously, we have to get the landlord signed up into the state system to accept payment, whether that's a check or or hopefully to encourage folks to to take ACH deposits so it, it can get there more quickly. But that's the process we're now are now payments are going out uh, to those landlords right now, many of whom. Uh, have had to go three, six, nine months uh, without rental payments because of the uh, several moratoria uh, on evictions that's taken place in the last year. And, and just for uh, to catch our, our realtor members up, you've heard me talk about this probably ad nauseum over the last 12 months, but you know we've gone through several eviction moratoriums uh, during uh, this pandemic. Um, obviously, there's a critical need to, to, to have uh, for individuals and families to have sound shelter, to have safe places uh, to live. Uh, many that have been impacted by COVID uh, have had their, their entire lives turned upside down uh, and their finances uh, in, a, in a whirlwind. And, uh, and, and uh, these moratoriums, uh, while having the good effect of, of protecting tenants, also, uh, the Congress didn't address uh, providing any assistance for 
our uh, property providers and, and landlords. And the SC State program, as you heard, was extremely popular. Uh, the funds ran out really, really quickly because of the interest. But as, as our realtors know, Congress passed an additional round of funding for rental assistance that uh, provides a significantly larger amount of money. Um, we, uh, I don't know, the, the legislation that, that has been pending uh, should be on the governor's desk this week for his signature if he hasn't signed it already. Um, and uh, so there's another $271 million, I believe, that's, that's been allocated uh, with the rest being distributed directly through the six, I think, largest counties. Um, seven seven counties took advantage of the direct funding. I think you've seen the announcement of uh, of six of those programs. I think there may be one county that hasn't announced yet, uh, and that left about two hundred seventy one point seven two hundred seventy two million, as you said, allocated to the remainder of South Carolina. So, uh, as soon as uh, uh, as soon as the governor's signature was on the uh, on the resolution, we've been um, we didn't wait. I should say for the governor's signature being on resolution, we've been talking about it and working on that program and expect to have something to announce uh, uh, before the month is over about when that program will open, when those applications can start coming in. So how do you see that working, Chris? Will will tenants or, or landlords or both be able to apply for those funds? And uh, will this work very similar to the way the SC State program helped renters? What what can you tell us? I know it's hasn't been finalized yet, right. but what, what do you expect? We still see it right, right now being driven by the tenant. Um, and we want to provide as much information to the landlords as possible to be able to help those tenants through that process. And obviously, landlords will play a role because we need to confirm the, the lease. We need to confirm the agreement between the tenant and the landlord. We want to make sure it's the landlord who gets paid as quickly as possible. So the landlord plays a vital role in that. Uh, but the tenant is the one who needs to request it on behalf of themselves and, and to, um, to acknowledge that they've been impacted by, by COVID and the, uh, the economic and, and health um, uh, troubles that, that the world has had in the last uh, 12, 14 months. Uh, what's going to be different is rather than kind of individual processing agencies across the state handling that, um, the legislature uh, assigned us to work with a, with a vendor that handled CARES Act funding through the state last year. Uh, and that vendors is used to doing huge processing of these types of applications across the country in very large uh, municipalities and state and local governments. And so I think it'll be a little bit more streamlined because we're all going through a, an experienced vendor to process these applications, whereas before we needed to train folks at local nonprofits to, to help process those applications. So we believe that'll speed things up and make things a lot easier for um, for tenants and landlords both. Well, once a once a tenant is, is qualified or is approved for funding, does that do, do those dollars go to the tenant or do they go to the landlord? How, how does that work? They will go directly to the landlord. and If the landlord will participate, uh, it gets funded to them. Again, we encourage as many folks as possible to, uh, to use ACH deposits to get that handled quickly. Um, you can imagine when you tell somebody checks in the mail, uh, it, can, uh, it doesn't always encourage a lot of trust in the system. Uh, and as you can imagine, you know, state government checks may take a little longer than, than checks do from other, other people sometimes. So uh, we'd love for folks to sign up and, uh, and uh, be responsive when you get that request to provide the information. And, uh, and the direct deposit would be a great way for, for folks to make sure they get that payment as quickly as possible. 
That's great. That's great to hear. I, I know our members are extremely interested as we, as we move forward on this and get this implemented. You know, the, you know, a lot of our articles you read in the media uh, paint uh, landlords as these large corporate, you know, conglomerates, uh, kind of faceless entities, where the, the actual truth of the matter is that most landlords are, are individual mom and pop, you know, working families in South Carolina that, that might own one or, or two rental units to uh, help uh, support them as they build uh, equity for their retirements. And, and having, um, you know, in our state, we all know that, that you need, in a typical market, you need at least three months of rent just to pay the property taxes. Um, and that doesn't even begin to cover insurance and, and the other general maintenance that's required. And, and so this is going to go a long way into uh, uh, breathing a sigh of relief uh, for those folks that provide these properties. I know the tenants out there are going to also share that same relief, knowing that they're not going to get kicked out of, out of their homes and, and can continue to help rebuild their, their financial situation uh, as, uh, as we recover from the pandemic. Because the last thing, you know, we'll see, you know, the last thing that we want to see is, you know, these moratoriums end and uh, the suddenly you've got a tenant that owes eight months of rent, uh, which they, chances are they won't be able to pay uh, and they end up getting evicted anyway. Um, uh, or we have a rash of, of foreclosed properties from providers who are, who haven't been able to meet their mortgage payments and, and other expenses. And, um, I mean, it, it could be a disaster in the making, but instead this, this rental assistance program and, and the support that SC housing is going to provide is really a win-win for the tenant, uh, to protect their home and a win for the property provider, the landlord, to protect their asset uh, as they go forward with their with their business. A, cu- a couple of really important points you made there. One, we we're absolutely thinking about those small uh, family landlords you mentioned when we talk about rental agreements and how sophisticated some of those may or may not be. So we're opening the door up to make sure that anybody who has a, a formal or even sometimes an informal agreement in place, uh, we're having conversations about how to make sure everyone has the opportunity to take advantage of that, uh, even if you are just, as you said, kind of a mom and pop uh, a business uh, who has some rental properties that you that you rent out. Uh, also, like you said, about uh, helping tenants become um, kind of restored back to their normal place of being. A, a new part of the SC Stay program is going to be the possibility of also getting uh, up to three months ahead of rent. And that would really allow folks not only to get caught up on where they were, but really stabilize that situation. We don't need to bring everybody up to up to due date right now in, in April or May, and then suddenly in June have them in the exact same situation they were two months earlier. Uh, so we're also working on how to make sure that folks have the availability to, to stabilize their situation and remain in those homes. Now, Chris, am I right in saying that the rental assistance monies have to be used by September? Is that the deadline we're under? So the, uh, the official state uh, resolution uh, says they must be obligated uh, by September. So uh, we are uh, desperately trying to 
to, uh, I think a lot of people are having uh, weighing in on what obligated means. Uh, so it doesn't necessarily mean maybe that it needs to actually be be paid out, but we need to have a, a plan in place. We need to be working on getting those in and process as quickly as possible uh, so that we know where those funds are going and we have a plan to spend those as quickly as possible or, uh, or they could be uh, uh, gathered back uh, by the federal government. Thanks, Chris. I, I will do our part to help communicate and get the word out to all of our 26,000 members because we certainly don't want to leave any of this money on the table, right? Absolutely. And, um, I hope we can meet in June, maybe July, and, and talk about the success of the program uh, and how we ran out of money early uh, and uh, uh, we're able to help uh, hundreds, if not thousands, of, of families in our state with this uh, with this support really appreciate the partnership chris uh, hey we're always going to be on the same team and i appreciate your efforts and uh, appreciate your time today and uh, thank you for for being with us my pleasure thanks for having me realtors thanks for tuning in today we'll be back with another podcast soon stay safe stay realtor strong for past and future episodes check out the good life podcast at goodlife.screaltors.org Thanks for tuning in.